from Huntsville, Texas. This is your host, Joey Barra, with episode 5 of the Res Life Night Shift. So here we are. 2018 is underway, and with it comes a new semester. Spring training, move-in, and the first day of class have all come and gone, and now we are in the thick of things once more. But before we get too far along, it's important to think of what happened last semester. So what went well? What didn't go so well? Have you already implemented change? If so, what change is that? Did you end up having to have difficult conversations with your student staff when they returned? What was that like? So whether you have a plan in place, or you are still trying to figure things out, this episode is for you. So stay tuned. We all wish that we could have the perfect semester. In the perfect world, we would have little to no incidents, the duty phone would be quiet, our staff would love us, and we would be rich and look spectacular without having to go to the gym, and we could eat Whataburger and McDonald's the rest of our lives. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Because if it was, I mean, would we even have work? I don't think so. Life happens, and because of the things we go through, we end up stronger and more knowledgeable in the long run, and we become a valuable resource for those around us. Today, we're going to be hearing from two individuals. One is from the New England area, and the other is from Missouri. They both will be talking to us about their experiences, feelings they've had, and how they're moving forward. This is going to be a great episode. Our first guest is from the New England area. Wynn is a resident director, and he'll be talking to us about his fall semester. He'll also be talking about what he did to prepare for the spring and how he felt. He also will be sharing about his thoughts about the future ahead. Hello, friends. My name is Wynn, and let me first off apologize if I speak too fast or if I don't enunciate. I'm super excited, but I'm also very nervous, so please bear with me. I am currently a resident director for a school in the New England area, and I'm just hoping to share with you more about, you know, everything that during the last fall semester and, you know, how I'm dealing with it now and some of my maybe personal and professional goals. And I'm just hoping that take away either a smile, a laugh, or something that really hopefully help you out through this tough time. Because I know in this profession, student affairs, but especially in res life, it could be draining. I know the statistic. I know there's a lot of burnout and a lot of turnovers. And sometimes I'm scared that I'm falling closer to that. And I'm just hoping maybe by sharing my story and by being open that I can help just someone else, but also myself, to remember my passion and to find joy in this job because I know Day to day is hard to find joy in this position, definitely. But hopefully, you know, I do believe some good will come out of this. So the first thing first is currently we are in our winter training semester. It's been the second day and it's been a lot so far. I haven't presented as much as I usually do, but I'm still drained just with, you know, the day to day activities and also making sure my staff is good, but also projecting all the things I have to do for spring semester is definitely a lot happening. One interesting fact is my staff dynamic changed a lot since last semester. 
semester, I actually lost three RAs due to multiple reasons. One, I lost early on fall semester because she had a lot of academic stuff and she decided to, you know, walk away from the position, which was totally fine. But I was understaffed for a majority of fall semester. Then I had one RA at the end of the fall semester decide that she needed to be with her family and that she needed to focus on graduation. So she stepped down from the position as well. And then lastly, one of my other RAs switched communities to a first year community. So currently I have two completely brand new RA mid-semester hire and then I have one RA for a different community so I do have a staff of 12 and it's been an interesting dynamic so far. I love the energy they're giving because I always believe that with new RAs they give you a little bit of spark and a little bit of excitement because oh I just got the job you know I'm excited to meet new people. When I have too many returners I feel that they kind of are complacent of where they are. They don't like to be challenged enough because they've done the job so much they know what works and they just rather fall into a pattern so it's definitely I'm enjoying the energy. One thing that I really just want to emphasize to everyone that things do get better with time. It's just hard in the moment. Last semester, there was a lot of issues with myself about communication and, you know, about team dynamic when I tried to address it. Apparently, you know, things didn't go as well. A lot of my artists weren't comfortable speaking with me and it just kind of created, I like to say, a wall between us that it was hard to get through. I always consider myself a very open person. I like to create safe space. I like to try and make people comfortable where they can talk about anything. And it's hard when I have to remind myself that as hard as I like to make a safe environment or safe space, and no matter how many times I open and ask, you know, for feedback, sometimes my artists will never be comfortable with sharing with me and they might be willing to share with someone else. And it hurts a little bit when I try my best to create the space, but my artists won't take, take it or it resonates even and they'd rather go to someone else. So it definitely hurt my heart a little bit, a lot, when I found out that some of my RAs weren't able to or didn't feel comfortable enough talking to me and they'd rather talk to someone else. And I kind of had to, you know, put myself in put myself in check a little bit but also I did throw myself a pity party just realizing that I did the best I can and at the end of the day it doesn't it doesn't it shouldn't change how I view myself as a professional and also how I view myself as a person. I think that's the biggest thing. I always feel that if residents or even staff are not comfortable talking to me, I have failed them as an RD. And then that's something that's way putting way too much pressure on myself. Definitely mid fall semester, I almost consider, you know, moving back home. I'm originally from California, you know, Calibor. So being across the nation, it's hard for me sometimes. I don't mind the cold, I really don't mind, but I definitely don't have that support factor as I wish I had back at home but you know it's one of the reasons why I chose to move all the way to New England because I wanted to challenge myself and to take myself out of my comfort zone. If I had stayed in California after a grad school, I knew I'd be happy. I knew I'd be supported. I knew I would have family, friends, fraternity brothers, and students who I knew I can reach. But personally, I didn't think that I would grow as much as a professional or even as a person if I didn't take myself out of that out of that place of comfort in a sense i wanted to see how far my potential could could take me one of the things i know we use a lot in in life not even in student affairs is potential 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 the thing is i want to take my potential take it by the rain and pull and and pull to see how far it can push me if that makes sense i hope it makes sense so i think that's why i'm here and definitely you know after that situation i question Am I really a good RD or am I a good student professional? I think I asked myself that at least twice a day. And it's, it was hard not feeling that I was being effective with my staff, feeling like I failed them or feeling that they deserve something better. It was hard. It was a hard pill to swallow. It's also a hard thing to forget that feeling, uh, that feeling of, I guess, failing them, but also 
feeling a little bit betrayed because they couldn't talk to me, but they were able to talk to someone else. It's hard. But definitely, I remember when I was a student, I probably did the same thing. So karma hurts. I'll say that. <laughs> you know, taste of my own medicine. So to really just summarize what I just said, if there's an issue going on or if you feel that, you know, you're not being effective in your profession, you know, things will get better. Whether, you know, it's an event that didn't go so well or whether, you know, your staff isn't uh, doing so good, you know, things will get better. I didn't expect to, to get three new staff members, but that definitely helped. And I have to not forget that I that I have talents and skills of my own. And, you know, there's things I want to work on, definitely, but I can't forget what make me valuable or definitely knowing my self-worth. That was the first lesson I learned this year is know my self-worth, not just as a person, but as a professional. And knowing my self-worth literally, I think, strengthened my foundation within myself because just knowing my self-worth just made me feel confident and it made me know that even though they might not see it, I know I'm, I'm valuable and they will see it one day. So... If there's a voice in your side of your head or anyone telling you that, you know, you're not worthy or if you can't do it, forget them because I'm going to tell you you can and I believe in you. And I haven't even met you yet, but I do believe in you. <laughs> and I'm hoping that helped out a little bit. And right now, I'm excited for the semester. One thing I will share with you, going into the first day of training, it was scary for me. I was a little sick. My stomach was in knots. I think I really wanted to throw up a little bit. And entering that first staff meeting, I created the duty schedule for them, which is the first time I ever did it. And I was just a mess. I was telling myself they're going to hate it. There's going to be fights. There's going to be arguments. And for once, I realized, you know what? Just be honest and just talk to them. So I reached out to my SRA or interim SRA right now. And she really calmed me down and she talk, work, worked with me through it. And she said, when the schedule is not as bad as I thought it was, I realized sometimes I make things worse in my head than it really is. So that was on me. And, you know, really some staff, some validation and some support from students can change the world. So after that, we sat through the schedule. We worked through dinner. We presented to the staff. They liked it. They only took less than half an hour to, you know, make, make it wasn't even half an hour, maybe 20 minutes to do these research and make corrections. So literally, I got myself so hyped up for nothing. I thought about the worst things that could possible, which you should never do. You should never think of the worst scenario possible, but it happens. I even opened up to my staff, saying, I'm sorry, I did my best, and I'm hoping you don't hate me. And they're like, oh, well, no, we just really appreciate you making the effort and doing this for us. And in my head, I was like, you know what? I need to stop carrying all this baggage from last semester. It's a whole new staff, and if I continue carrying this baggage, it's just going to hinder my performance. It's true, you know, like the quote says, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift, which is why it's called a present. I uh, came from Kung Fu Pad, if you're wondering. So really, I just really want to, you know, things will get better. And I'm hoping whatever happens last semester, you don't carry it into this semester. And if you had a great first semester, I just continue to push it right now. One of the things I'm hoping to do is to really challenge my staff to continue to bond and to really kind of keep them motivated as doing more community building with them. But at the same time, just real, uh, realizing that this is their last semester as an RA for some of them, but also this is this might be their last semester for the resident to have an RA. Either they might not move back or they've got to change communities. Really make your impact. I always tell myself, if you are the, your resident's last RA, what kind of impact do you want to make? And usually they always want... My, from staff members, they always want to leave a lasting impression. So that's something I'm going to do to try to keep my staff motivated. One thing I do want to keep doing for myself personally is I want to continue to take care, um, to do self-care. 
last year I got more involved with competitive volleyball. I lost around 30 pounds and I'm loving life right now because I feel healthy. It's true, taking care of yourself. When you're good for yourself, you're good for other people. And I can't emphasize that enough. I know we get busy and I know sometimes I'll let my die slip at the same time, but really be selfish. Take one day of the week just for yourself or take that vacation you've been wanting. I'm planning to go to Vegas soon with a friend and it's a little bit less than my budget, but I'll be fine. I just need, I, I know I need to recharge myself. I all, I'm usually, you know, I'll wait till the end of the semester to go on a vacation just to recharge, but in my head I was like, maybe I should take more mini vacations so I don't get burned out as quickly as I usually do. One thing I want to do as a professional is really figure out what I want to do next. Not, I think I'm going to be taking a break from res life. I'm not sure when. My grew up with res life. It's all over my resume. Everything I know is from res life from the time I was in RHA to my first time as a grad RD to my current position right now. And I love it. But I think it became a safety blanket for me where I never venture outside of res life in order to see how far my potential could take me again. And I think that's something I want to do before I kind of get pigeonholed or kind of go go too far down the career path that I'm not sure if it's for me. I know I always love res life, but I really want I really want to see if I can do more and use these transfer skills in that position. Maybe I'll go back to orientation. Maybe I will work with transfer students. Someone told me I should work in Greek life, you know, fraternity sorority life could happen. Student involvement. LGBT study definitely is interesting to me because I do identify with that community. So I like to say the sky's the limit. Student affairs is the limit for me. I do want to figure out before my time ends and my, my time ends here in my current institution, which I don't know when yet, probably next year, but we will see. Other than that, I think that's all for tonight. I really appreciate you listening. I do apologize again if I haven't been enunciating or spoke too fast or my coughing. I really feel bad and I'm hoping it reached you somehow. Uh, I do want to leave you with this one, one quote. I'm hoping I get it right because I'm trying to remember it from my head. At the end of the day, people will forget what you said and people f- will forget what you've done, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. It's one of my favorite po- poets, uh, Maya Angelou. And just really, I'm hoping I left a good impression with you. And at the end of the day, I hope you know that I know you're making a difference out there, whether you believe it or not. Just know that I believe in you and I know you're going to do great things. I want to thank you. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to share my story uh, with you. And I'm hoping that... Y'all will have a great semester, okay? Take care. Have a great night. Our second guest comes from the Midwest. Taylor is a resident director at Missouri University of Science and Technology. And today, she's going to be sharing some tips on how to approach a new semester and a new year. Hello, my name is Taylor Latofsky. Uh, I am currently a resident director at Missouri University of Science and Technology. I work as a resident director in a primarily first year building. I also work with a co-RD, which comes with its own challenges and successes. I went to grad school in Indiana and I am originally from California. Today, I'm going to be talking about three different tips to a successful spring semester. The three tips 
I have for you all are getting and staying organized, focusing on the future, not the past, and self-care. To start it off, I have getting and staying organized, which is a beautiful goal for everybody, but not always the easiestly attainable. A big thing people always say, you know, new year, new me. We're going into 2018 with hopefully some big goals, lots of different things that we want to accomplish, but that isn't necessarily helpful if you don't have certain things in place to make sure that you are organized and attaining those different goals. Some ways that I work to make sure I am personally organized, I have a planner that I use and I have different to-do lists that are per day, per week, per month. I have a list of things that my HA needs to accomplish, that my desk needs to accomplish, that my staff, and then that my supervisor team needs to accomplish. That has been really great for me to be able to divvy up what to work on when. I find that keeping things kind of boxed in in different little areas helps me kind of move from thing to thing. Does not work for everybody. Make sure that you work to find the thing that works the best for you, whether that is creating to-do lists, having lots of sticky notes, having something on your phone and tracking it that way. The biggest thing I can stress is making sure that you stick to something that works for you. And if it's not working and you don't find yourself accomplishing things, switch it up. I found my style of journaling through Pinterest. You can find something through Facebook or kind of wherever you look. The best advice that I ever got about getting and staying organized came from my father. He is a lawyer. He has a lot of things to tackle every single day. He has his own law firm. And his big advice to me was to always start with the big things first. So if you have one extremely daunting task on your plate, start your day with it. I know that that might seem strange, but if you start with a big thing, the rest of your to-do list looks easier. Otherwise, you're going to spend the entire day worrying about this one task that you need to get done and maybe not be as productive on the other things. I will admit I am not great at following his advice, but on the days that I do do this, I do feel a lot better. Another big thing to remember is res life is... (laughs) very difficult to manage kind of our administrative tasks. Obviously, we have a lot of students and a lot of people that that have needs that we cannot always accomplish or help them with in that moment if we're just working on our administrative tasks. So there are so many things that we would love to get done. We all probably have a huge ball pit of ideas that we want to do, but things pop up. We have conduct, we have staff that are struggling, we have academics and different things that people need help on. So just remember, it is okay to not accomplish all your administrative tasks in a day, in a week, in a month. Always know that your students come first and that's okay. If you have a supervisor who does not understand that, it might help to kind of reframe and show your to-do list and be able to show them what you are working on and explain how your day was sidetracked and by who and maybe come up with some sort of way for you to manage those administrative tasks without staying at work until midnight, which is not fair to you. Another big thing to work on for getting and staying organized is how do you have a set goal and also manage having new staff members. Sometimes we have a really beautiful plan laid out for all of our staff for the entire year. That does not always work if you've lost some staff members and gained some new ones. So be willing to add and change. Something that myself and my co have is um, a list of different topics that we want to cover with our new staff members. And that's something that we're having our senior RAs kind of work on with him and kind of go through together. So it's kind of a little bit off of our plate. Even though we're able to give them those topics, we're not taking a ton of time out of our day to sit that staff member down by ourselves and have that take up a lot of time. 
The second tip that I have for you all is focusing on the future and not the past. As I've talked about a little bit before, goal setting is extremely important for looking into the future. You know, we're starting a new year. You want to make sure that you have some goals set for yourself as a professional. Those are extremely important to make sure that you are gaining what you need out of the position. Res life can become very overwhelming very quickly, and it's easy to kind of get sucked into what other people need from you. Make sure you're taking time for yourself at the very beginning of the semester to think about your personal goals, whether that be go to a conference or what have you, you want to make sure that you are taking that time for yourself. You also want to make sure that you're having goals for your staff. It's extremely important that you are focusing on them as a team, especially if you are having new staff members join, as well as having them create goals for their floor. You can do that through a sociogram in one-on-ones or other avenues that you think might work for you. Remember to focus on what you can do, not what you can't. An example of this that I can share, I had a pretty rough last two months. Fortunately, I did have a student death in my building, and it's so easy to focus on you know, what you, what you could have done differently, how you could have helped that student, but that's not always your role. This job, residential life in general, is extremely reactive. As much as we would love to get in front of everything and make sure that our students are prepared for as much as we possibly can, be the most proactive we can be, that's not the case. A lot of the times we are just reacting to what's needed, what's been asked of us, and what we can do to support our students. So looking into 2018, do whatever you can to focus on the future, not the past, and focus on what you can do for your students, not what you can't. The third and final tip that I have is self-care. This cannot be mentioned enough. It is extremely difficult to manage self-care as a live-in professional. Even if you are not living in your own building, it does not matter when we work with staff members who are as needy and invested as RAs are or you know whatever your university calls them. It is so easy to get unbelievably engaged with them and want to be there for them as much as possible. So try to remember that self-care comes first. You are also an individual. We always push that our students and our RAs are humans first. Well, you are also a human first. So make sure that you're managing your personal professional relationships. Coming from winter break, you may have some residents or staff members or other professionals that you maybe had some arguments with or didn't necessarily connect. Try to look at the new semester as a fresh beginning. Have lunch with them. Spend some time with them kind of outside of your building and see if you can kind of reconnect with them. As well as on the flip side, focus on shutting off people who are emotional vampires or taking a lot more of your time than you need. You shouldn't ever feel guilty for setting up your own boundaries against somebody else. That is what you need from somebody. It is okay to say no. And as one of my staff members said today during winter training, no is the most compassionate answer you can give. Another part of self-care is to be on call when you're supposed to be. There's a schedule for a reason. I am terrible at this. If one of my staff members calls me and I am in the building, it's so easy to just respond and help them in that moment. But if I'm not on call and I'm trying to have a relaxing evening, that's going to completely change that up and I'm not going to have that self-care that I need. So try to remember that. Maybe send that staff member a text message after you miss their call and say, hey, make sure you call the person on duty, but if they don't answer or you need the support immediately, let me know. 
That way they don't feel like you're ignoring them, but at the same time, you're reminding them of the correct protocols. And it's okay to be transparent with your students. I had a student last night who was asking me to print something at 5 p.m. while I was already in at this dinner with the rest of the staff and I couldn't be back to print. By the time I was back in the building to print, it was already 8 p.m. and I wanted to be home. He ended up texting me and I told him, you know, I'd like to be home tonight. Is it okay if I print it in the morning when I get into work? And he said that was fine. So it's okay to tell your students that you would like to have some self-care. They most likely will understand, especially because they also need to be told to have self-care. It's also important to keep others motivated in your positions, especially coming into a brand new year. You want to make sure you're having a successful spring semester. But as much as you can keep others motivated, do not forget to keep yourself motivated too. Have that time for yourself. Make sure that if you're an introvert, you're staying home, you're having some space with yourself. Or if you're an extrovert, making sure that you're having some time that's not all work, work, work. So you're able to make those connections with people and feel reconnected. If you're somewhere in the middle, find what works for you. I am an introvert. I know exactly what works for me. It is watching television or relaxing and reading or sleeping always. Another big thing is just to make sure to go home. Coming into winter training, it is so boggling down and everything's really pushed together, it is very difficult to just go home. So please make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And I wish everybody an extremely successful spring semester. Happy 2018. Thank you. And that's the show. Thank you for tuning in and listening. On our next episode, we're going to be talking about social media. Love it or hate it, it's something that has assimilated into our daily lives. And it has a huge impact on not only our students, but our staff members, co-workers, and even our own personal lives. We will be talking about strategies on how to use social media appropriately, and we're going to discuss how we can use social media to brand ourselves. You don't want to miss out. Anyway. That's all we have for you today, so thank you for tuning in. This is Res Life Night Shift, true perspectives from full-time professionals. Mm-hmm.